0: Coming up on today's episode of the St. Petersburg Foodies podcast. Root I was there?
1: born in Buffalo. That's why I uh, do root for oh, the Buffalo Bills. Right. There you <laughs> go. And, and the Bucks. I mean, I, I grew up a Bucks fan too. And, you know, living in Tampa 30 years, it's going to a Bucks game since I was a kid with Vinny Testaverdi and, and some, <laughs> some, some, right, some right. of the, uh, the old Bucks that uh, did not get a lot of wins it clicks you know, like you're like oh this is what i want to do right mm-hmm. so when i when i did that I, I realized that i wanted my own place i wanted to you know do my own cons up do you want the sauce on the side <laughs> i recommend that you put the sauce on
0: the side she gave okay. you the disclaimer right there <laughs> i'm like <laughs> you should have listened bro <laughs> i'm like no just i'm like no just dump it on dump it on there man <laughs> i was in the men's room using up all the paper towels to wipe <laughs> the, the sweat, sweat off <laughs>
2: Coming to you from St. Petersburg, Florida, you're listening to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast, the show that's the authority on where to eat in St. Pete. Here are your hosts, Kevin Godby and Lori Brown. Hi,
0: I'm Kevin Godby.
2: And I'm Lori Brown. Thank you for tuning in today.
0: Welcome to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast, the podcast that's it when it comes to restaurants and food information in St. Pete.
2: And be sure to check out our website, stpetersburgfoodies.com. There you'll find great information, including restaurant reviews, the largest St. Pete happy hour list ever created and kept updated, and information on the newest restaurants in town. We are locals that live in downtown St. Pete, and we've been eating our way through this town for years, so you don't have to. But you should.
0: We have a new episode every Tuesday, Just hit the subscribe button and new episodes will automatically download, and then you can listen to them anytime you want, like on your morning jog or commute to
2: work. On today's show, we talk with Stephen Schrutt, the owner of The Avenue, Park & Rec, and No Vacancy.
0: We talk to Stephen about the growth of downtown St. Pete, the expansion of his brand concepts inside of Tropicana Field for Rays baseball starting this week, and we even have a little bit of sports talk thrown in. We have a great show, so so stick stick around. around. One of our favorite places to go eat in St. Pete is Engine Number Nine. They've been a staple in downtown St. Pete coming up on seven years and they are famous for their unique and tasty burger creations. As a matter of fact, they are on the St. Pete Foodies list of best burgers in St. Pete. They also made the best hot dogs list, the best chilies, and the best wings in St. Pete. Aside from the food, Engine Number 9 is a great sports bar with lots of TVs, beer, and wine. And you can even get a regular old cheeseburger too, so you can bring your non-adventurous eater friends. Check out Engine Number no. 9 at the corner of MLK and First Avenue North in downtown St. Pete. Their burgers can't be beat. Engine, engine number nine.
3: Can you get me back on time?
0: This is the St. Petersburg Foodie's Podcast. I'm Kevin Godby. My co-host is downtown Lori Brown. (laughs) Our guest today is the owner of the Hunger Thirst Group, which includes the restaurants and bars, The Avenue, Park and Rec, and the recently opened No Vacancy, uh, all downtown St. Pete, along with satellites of a few of these at the Tropicana Field for baseball season. And we even have a little bit of news that relates to that. But you'll hear that later. So
1: so stick with us. we'll we'll, we'll wait to announce that, I guess. So So, welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Stephen Shrubb. I, I wish I had a really cool nickname like Lori. I, I, they made me think of uh, MTV. <laughs> oh,
2: uh, Downtown Julie Downtown Brown. Downtown Julie Brown. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know
1: how many people remember that. I'm starting to show my age, I guess.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been called that since college. And people just pick it up here and they don't even know it. Like, it just, yeah.
1: It fits. It's cool. Thank
2: you. Except for Dave McKay. He, yeah. on air, put a shout out to Uptown Lori Brown. Oh. <laughs> They've called
1: you uptown. Cause, cause, I actually live uptown, but yeah.
2: yeah, I'm only like a couple streets over. But yeah,
1: right. So I think we all miss them.
2: Yes, we do. Yeah. You, you actually, you Dave. went
0: to you went to school with a couple of guys uh, in town that are also in the business. You I, were did. About, I did. Both with the same first name.
1: Yeah, Jason uh, Ruhe over at, at Brick and Mortar, who's the chef and owner, and Jason Griffin over at the Mill. Uh, we all grew up in Tampa in the same area together, and uh, it's, it's it's pretty cool to see. Everyone in downtown St. Pete uh, being
2: doing you well know, and prospering. Yeah, not only yeah.
1: you know, not only being here, but doing some really cool things. And um, all three of us same age and and grew up you know all in the same area and hung out and were kids you know up to no good most of the time. But <laughs> at least we're all doing good now. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing about St. Pete. I don't know. About other towns or
0: cities, but something that uh, I always thought was, was inter- interesting about St. Pete with the restaurants and bars. There's there's a lot of competition out there, but it seems like f- it's mostly friendly competition.
1: Yeah, I mean, Like, I everybody knows everybody. Every, yes. We're all in the same neighborhood, you know, downtown St. Pete's our neighborhood now. So, right, you know, I think everyone kind of uh, continues to do what they do best and and continue to just focus on how we can. Make this area better, right? You know? and that's, exactly. That's that's what it should be about. You know, it's it's not about uh, anyone
2: Tearing competing any with each right, other. Right.
1: It's it's about giving this city more opportunities to to grow and to continue to make people want to have fun in St. Pete.
0: So when you went to school with those guys, was that was that here in St. Peter? Was that in that Tampa? was in Tampa, Tampa
1: actually? Which I did see uh, the mills. Going to Tampa, South and, Tampa, yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm actually doing parking rec over in Channelside, so pretty cool that we're we're doing some stuff on the other side of the bridge too, and and I think uh, Tampa's starting to kind of grow in its own way in the the hospitality and culinary scene, and it's nice that we're from there we're able to do some stuff and bring some of the cool stuff we've been able to do in St. Pete back over to Tampa. I think Tampa. We'll definitely embrace what we're both doing. So that'll be awesome.
0: Right. Are you from Tampa originally? You I was there?
1: born in Buffalo. That's why I uh, do root for oh, the Buffalo Bills. Right. There you <laughs> go. And, and the Bucks. I mean, I, I grew up a Bucks fan too. And, you know, living in Tampa 30 years, it's going to Bucks game since I was a kid with Vinny Testaverdi and, and some, <laughs> some, some, right, some right. of the, uh, the old Bucks that uh, did not get a lot of wins. Right you know, but was, be, was being a fan, Leroy,
2: Leroy Salmon days. Yeah, know, actually,
1: uh, Leroy, uh, his daughter, Brandy went to school with me growing up too. Oh, cool. So, uh, familiar with that, that family and, and everything that they bring to the Tampa community and everything. And, uh, I've always been a Bucks fan. I've always been a Bills fan. So
2: and know, unfortunately, being born in... a Seminoles fan. I'm I'm a, I'm a diehard Seminoles <laughs> fan. I am. I don't go uh... to the Avenue on college game day. <laughs> You're missing out because even even
1: even the non-Noles fans know the Avenue is the place to be for college football. We uh, we got a Not great for crowd. Gators. I mean, you know, <laughs> until this year, it was a great place to be on Florida Florida State games. I'm right. <laughs> you know, you finally got that win after five years. Yes. Finally. I was I was actually. Uh, a little worried about that this year but I didn't think we would get blown out but uh you know you know it happens sorry we'll, we'll see what happens in sorry, the next not year sorry. or two. yeah <laughs> sorry not sorry I know you're like yeah sorry for your loss but not really <laughs> we uh we, we were not good this year no we were Seminoles were rough but uh well we were a little rough too. You had, yeah you had a couple of years that you guys were like really bad
2: mm-hmm. but we're getting better
1: Yeah, you know, you actually had a pretty good season this year, you know. We uh, did. We started out well. Florida played pretty good, and um, you got something to build on off of that. We, unfortunately, two bad years really in a row for Florida State. You know, this year was worse than the year before, so we'll see what happens with that. But it's a good program, and I think we'll we'll bounce back after hopefully— Hopefully another year or less.
2: <laughs> did you go to FSU? Yeah,
1: I did. Yeah. I, I went to FSU for
2: sometimes. Uh, I mean, there's Gator fans that didn't oh, yeah.
1: go to oh yeah, Oh the school. So yeah. oh, like like Miami. Nobody goes yeah, yeah, there, yeah. but they're all right. diehards. <laughs> 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 I gotta make fun of the Miami fans. Yes, I, I can't talk too much trash about the Gators right now. You guys
2: are. I actually always root for Florida State over Miami, just so you know. All right. So that day you can come watch <laughs> yeah, I could. Florida State football with me at the Avenue. My son hates it. He doesn't understand it at all. And I said, I went, to, like, the, I I went to the- You're like, I got to pick one of them. Well, I went to the last actual Miami game that the Gators played, and it was in Miami. Okay. When we we, we used to play them every yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was horrible. The fans were the worst fans I've yeah, ever seen crazy. in my life. So that's why. They're crazy down <laughs> yeah, there,
1: actually. I'll, I'll give them, uh, I don't know if it's credit, but- they're a little wild. Yeah, they they
2: yeah. win the crazy prize. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, honey. We so, diverted there. That's okay. So, so a little
1: football <laughs> talk. You, you yeah. had previously
0: told us outside of the show here that you had moved to St. Pete mm-hmm. for the purpose or for the reason of opening the avenue. Yep. So were you always in the restaurant business? Did you always want to be in the always. restaurant business? Or it happened by accident?
2: No, what no. Was, your asp- what so, was your aspiration? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I started uh, in restaurants when I was uh, my first job, busting tables, and then uh, worked at some restaurants all through high school and college. And... After college, you know, kind of just trying to figure out what you want to do with your life mm-hmm. and went back into hospitality. Um, and what did bu-
2: you, What was your degree in? Communication. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, look, you're doing it right now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be on ESPN.
3: He could go all the way.
1: <laughs> that was my goal, but uh, now you're using didn't really pursue it. <laughs> but, you know, that's why uh, Ryan Bass is a buddy of mine over... Channel 10, And I always tell him, I'm like, dude, let's switch jobs. (laughs) He's always down. He wants to do a guest bartending event. So I might get him behind the bar. He used to bartend uh, downtown, actually. So he knows what he's doing. So we we could switch. I don't know if I would know what I'm doing, but I would try. I mean, I like sports. So, you know, hey. You're doing well so far here. (laughs) This is easy talking.
2: So back on to... You were busting tables, we're gonna do that. So, then you got out of college.
1: Yeah, uh and I opened up a bar in um West Chase called Blend. Mm-hmm. And that 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 kind of uh gave me not not only the experience, but you know, more of um kind of it you know, it, it clicks, you know, like you're like, Oh, this is what I wanna do, right? Mm-hmm. So when I when I did that, I, I realized that I wanted my own place. I wanted to you know do my own concept i didn't want to do someone else's concept i i wanted to
2: so blend with some was another place. concept was it a franchise or
1: no it was a a place in west chase it's a it's a bar mm-hmm. after that it was just to me how do i do my own you right. know and and so i wanted to figure out how to do my own concepts and with wanting to do the avenue um i was looking for a location and and was looking in Tampa only, you know, and, and then coming into St. Pete wasn't even a thought. But as I mentioned to you before, I uh, was introduced to someone through a family member of mine and uh, kind of the rest is history, I guess. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we can, talked about that a little we'll bit. We'll leave that part out. <laughs> yeah. He's so not, he's not it, worth mentioning. No, uh, You know, everything happens for a reason. And uh, I moved on from that and, uh, you know, was able to continue to do what we do really well and was able to buy out that partner
2: <laughs> thank goodness and the oh, avenue yeah.
0: is now going on
1: seven no we actually just turned seven just turned seven in november this coming november 2019 will be
2: eight. eight wow yeah wow, that's yeah awesome.
1: so we're uh i would say we're a staple of downtown st pete oh definitely <laughs> yeah you know so one of the longest running yeah <laughs> we, and you know that's something that wow, here we are, right? Like yeah. seven and a half years later, city has changed so much. And, you know, thankfully, we've been able to always grow with it, just mm-hmm. something we pride ourselves on, you know, we want to grow the city, we want to improve every day. And, and we want to mm-hmm. continue to give people a consistent place that they enjoy. Sometimes I blink and can't believe it's been seven and a half years, right? And you know, and then there's other days, it feels like it's been 30. But <laughs> right, You know, that's just how the business is. There's, there's days that definitely, you know, you, you win and there's days that you lose. You feel like we, we, we win a lot more than we lose. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's one of those things that we're definitely proud of what we do over there and, and excited to continue to grow with. Yeah, the the, the the avenue is
0: definitely a staple in downtown St. Pete. Appreciate it. Um, Didn't you open
2: sometime around the same time as Jason with Engine Number 9? Because I know he mentioned... I think they opened about a year, year year and a half after us. Right, right. Um, Not... Quite sure
1: when they opened. Yeah, I think, but I think that's right. We were about open about a year. About right a year. Right they're about a year after us, and you know they do great stuff over there too.
2: Well, we're not he, that he, similar. No, and he, and, he just and, and mentioned that he. I remember when he was on the podcast that he was like, "Oh, and then I was looking at the space and looking here and looking there, and then Stephen went and opened the avenue, and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah."
1: Well, you know, I tip my hat to what he does too, and, yes. and, and mutual respect. I think absolutely we, we've got for each other. You know, they're they're not exactly the same as us. We're not exactly the same as them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, not at all. You can get a burger at probably 50 places oh, in yeah. downtown St. Pete. Yeah. But, you know, um, I would say he, he and I are the ones that, you know, it's our core item. Yes. And you're
0: both very creative and have very unique burgers that you just, you can't find any of those burgers anywhere else. Right. And my favorite is the firecracker.
1: Yeah, I know you and like that one. It, you it told is. Me it is hot, man. Honest. I remember, the you know. spicy.
0: I ordered it one time. I, I'm not sitting at the bar and she says, Do you want the sauce on the side? I recommend that you put the sauce on the side. She gave you the disclaimer right there. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) should have listened, bro. (laughs) I'm like, no, just I'm like, no, just dump it on, dump it on there, man. Yeah, I I don't do
1: spicy. I'm scared of that one, even though I I I was I was
0: in the men's room using up all the paper
1: towels to wipe (laughs) the sweat sweat off. It's like when you eat. I wasn't there that day. You were there. there. No, No. I
2: didn't get to see this. It would have been funny. Oh yeah, I was dripping sweat. (laughs) You could have taken pics or recorded it. Yeah. Evidence, yeah. <laughs>
1: do but usually you like spicy stuff, though. Yeah, oh, he loves yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, love it. So yeah. that was just like cry. next level for yeah. you. Yeah, If
0: I'm sweating from spicy stuff, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, that's. I don't that always. I don't always have serious. to be serious. Yeah, and you guys make that fresh yeah, we every make day. Yeah, every day. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes it's actually sometimes it's it's like a bright red. Other times it's a different color it because it depends, depends on the, on the actual yeah. peppers from that. I mean, day. from the habanero. Sorry.
2: I'm a very boring burger girl, but I do love your your cheeseburger. I'm I'm
1: like. Kinda of in between as far yeah. as like some days I'm in the mood for a Rasta Monster burger, which is my favorite. And then sometimes I'm just like, give me a classic, you know, cheeseburger. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just like lettuce and tomato on my burgers. No so fourth. does
2: Jimmy Buffett. Cheeseburger in
0: Paradise. You're yeah. right? <laughs> it's the Avenue it's a it's a friendly uh hangout, neighborhood yes. hangout yeah. place. Definitely uh, sports centric as well. Yeah. How
1: many you have like a, how many TVs? <laughs> so we've got forty three TVs. <laughs> And we opened with eight, seven and a half years ago. Wow. So I don't know how I keep finding space, but we have found space to put 43 TVs. <laughs> There's uh, empty wall space. I'm like, you know. Put a TV there. Someone might sit in that corner and not have a TV, so put a TV there. Yeah, it's been kind of crazy. But we, we've, you know, we expanded. We added a bar in the back, and we added a patio in the back. Mm-hmm. and So that's right. got five TVs. You know, the, the back bar area has got, you know, I think. 12 you know the front patio we didn't have when it first opened has three tvs and we're actually looking at adding two more so
2: and on top of um, that right next door at so park be, and rec you yeah. have a bunch of tvs there too right? yeah and then park and rec
1: <laughs> has 30 tvs between the two spaces combined over there that we have on that that whole corner we'll take a quick
0: break and then we're going to come back and we have some news yeah we, we do
1: we got a little something to say
0: Lori and i don't even
1: know what it is yet
0: You're
2: right so. we're going to be surprised on air
1: yes i told lola
2: <laughs> Lola's on the set today too. Uh,
1: yeah, Lola's chilling. I told her she—I she, don't know if she told Mom yet. <laughs> yeah, it looks like she's about
2: to go to sleep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now we're going to take a break.
0: Here's a word from our sponsors. Have you checked out the new seafood place on Beach Drive yet? You know, Altomari Fish Bar. It's not the standard type of seafood place around here. They fly in fresh stuff from all over the world. And it's not a Florida-themed joint. It's an elegant, European-inspired menu, but it's not pretentious or overpriced. Here's what some Yelpers had to say. The food was outstanding. The service was excellent. We went the small plates route, sharing four. Light, fresh, sweet, sour, and savory touches balancing nicely on each plate. Every dish was splendid. We'll go back for sure. My group especially liked the crab arancini and scallops with corn salsa. However, I do not eat seafood. There were plenty of options for me. The lemon chicken was very good, and the cheese filo underneath was to die for. Salt and vinegar french fries are my new favorite fry. They come with the lobster roll, which my friend really enjoyed as there was light mayo and big lobster chunks. Another one says, we opted to share several small plates rather than getting full entrees. A dozen raw west coast, great. Marrow topped with tuna tartare, great. Cobia collar, great beef carpaccio, great, and octopus, great. I guess everything was great. The recommended wine was good and paired well with seafood. The flavors were delicious and the service was prompt. Check out Altomari Fish Bar at 300 Beach Drive in downtown St. Petersburg. They are open every day at 4 p.m. We are back with our guest Stephen Schrutt from Hunger Thirst Group, which is the avenue, park and rec, no vacancy, and some other stuff, we, and you have some news for us.
1: Yeah, we are actually, last season uh, with the Rays, we not only brought the food of the Avenue and King Street, we also brought in basically a spin on Park and Rec into... Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Ballpark and Rec. Yep, so Ballpark and Rec is what we brought over to the Trop, uh, along with, like I said, Avenue and King's having food up on the Budweiser porch but ballpark and rec is just like park and rec um it's an indoor and outdoor bar space that we've got everything inside from skee ball and, and retro arcade games like pac-man and and galaga and and you know some shooting games and we've even got rbi baseball but and skee ball and then um outside we've got everything from like all the giant long games that we do from our giant beer pong Connect Fours, uh, Jenga's, Cornhole. And uh, it's, it's a really cool space to go to a ball game and have, you know, that area to hang out and enjoy. Uh, we've got TV so you can watch the game on TV. It's a great pregame spot. It's also a great postgame spot because we actually are the only bar that serves after the seventh inning. So we get a nice, nice. seventh inning uh, crowd oh, that yeah, shows back up. And um, it's funny, <coughs> I. I You know, I stayed there every game last year that I went to. I I never went to my seats. Um, (laughs) It just, you know, I was just enjoying hanging out and and really just socializing and having a good time with with friends and um, getting to chat it up with guests and and hang out and help our staff and just have a good time and make sure that we uh, were doing, you know, a good job of taking care of everyone. And and it was fun, you know. It was – opening day was insane, so this year we're we're really excited because we are going to open up even two hours earlier. So ballpark and rec will actually b- open at noon this year for the four o'clock opening day. Oh wow! So um, you can tailgate we, inside
0: the stadium. Yeah. yeah so we're going to throw. How we're gonna, awesome!
1: Right. So then you're all you're already in the stadium, so you don't have to deal with the crowd getting in, which is. Opening day is actually right. an issue. There's twenty-five to 30,000 people all trying to get in 30 minutes before the game. Mm-hmm. So you could come early, party, we'll have music. We're going to basically throw a huge opening day party in the stadium. The other really cool thing is that we're going to have our own entrance downstairs. So you'll be able to come in and you won't even have to go through the main gates. Oh, um, wow. And we're going to be doing that for uh, a lot of the games this year. I-, I believe maybe even all of them that we'll be opening up. Ballpark and rec prior to the actual stadium being open. Um, so there's a lot of cool things going on. We're also.
2: Is this the new news?
1: This is the news. Yeah. We are bringing no vacancy into the stadium. Oh, that's great. So is that replacing Kings? It's not. We're uh, adding it. So oh. we will have the Avenue, Kings, and no vacancy all next to each other upstairs at the Budweiser porch in center field at Tropicana Field. And we we're playing around. I was there yesterday. We're. Myself and uh, the chef over at the TROP were figuring out items, definitely some things we're going to keep from last year that did really well. Um, the outlaw sliders we came up with were named them after Meyer. That's his nickname, the outlaw. So we did some, some barbecue-influenced type sliders at the Avenue. Um, we also did some Cuban nachos that did really well. Um, and then we're going to keep a couple things over at King's. Corn dog nuggets. We had um, a Mac Attack hot dog, which is jalapenos, bacon, mac and cheese on a hot dog. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting one of those. Yeah. And oh, and it has barbecue sauce on it too. That's the way to eat a hot dog, right there. <laughs> yeah. Especially being being you know here in the South, right. We got to do it our own way. No vacancy will probably have two items as well. And that seems to be kind of like where we're at with with uh, each concept in the stadium, kind of uh, a less is more type of mentality over there because mm-hmm. it is. Uh, it's unique, you know, how you got to cook food and, and certain items you can do and certain items you can't. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, we're looking at, you know, for no vacancy, probably two items. And, and we're kind of playing around whether it be our, our grouper sandwich, uh, a Cuban or our lobster mac and cheese melt. Mm-hmm. So two out of those three we're, we're figuring out.
2: And all three of those are excellent.
1: I agree.
0: <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, I that, agree. That, grou- that grouper
1: sandwich is great. That's and appreciate that's called that. that's called the ladies the man. ladies man.
0: Yeah, so now keep- will
2: you, you still be able to get it one of three ways? Are no. You- so
1: you know, I brought that up yesterday with Chef over at the uh, at the Trop, and he he thinks uh, we're gonna we're probably gonna lean towards the beer battered
2: fried. Right. Yeah, that's the one we tried.
1: Yeah. yeah. I was uh, and I love that. I was like, you know, on the fence. Do we do grilled or blackened or do we go, you know, fried? But. I think we're going to go with the fried one for the stadium. It probably makes the most sense.
0: Yeah, I'm down with fried.
1: (laughs) I think if you had a baseball game, that's yeah, that's that's. I think that's why we were like, if you had a ball game, I don't think anyone's really counting calories while they are watching baseball. Do do you know off the top of your head what day opening day is? Opening day, I do know, is Thursday, March 28th. Against the Houston Astros. A couple of days, and I believe it's a four o'clock start time, and we play the Astros opening day and then that whole first weekend so we've got the astros four days in a row thursday friday saturday sunday and then we've got i forget who comes in town but the rays are here like the first like i want to say seven to ten games awesome um to start the season so we'll we'll have a weekend and like a whole week's worth of baseball and then i think right before that next weekend i think they leave to go out of town
0: and no vacancy is the newest it's the new baby. So it's wh- where King's used it's, to be yep. uh, on, on the 900, 900 block, block of Central. Of Central. Mm-hmm. And we love it. Thank okay. you.
1: I do too.
2: I honestly didn't know what to expect. And I think I probably told you this, yeah. but I was blown away. Thank Absolutely <laughs> blown away. by <laughs> That's the, an
1: awesome uh, response to hear. The
2: quality your... of the food, Thank the you. atmosphere, the environment is just welcoming. You want to hang. You yeah. just want to be there.
0: <laughs> Lori said this in her review. By the way, yeah, go on uh, stpetersburgfoodies.com. There is a full review of No Vacancy on there with a whole, bu- not all of the food because there's a lot, but a lot of lot of stuff. Yes. And Lori said that the crab cakes are the best she's ever had
1: anywhere. Right. I, I, that's they another, are. I like hearing that. But I, we have had a I couple, think they're amazing. There's a
2: couple of people that have posted in our group And have said the same thing. Yeah, they're getting
1: really good reviews. The crab cakes. I mean, food and drinks overall are are getting good reviews. But that that's definitely an item that seems to be a a a bright spot for us, and and um, we want to you know continue that. That's that's the goal. I always always you know continue to tell staff and everyone that you know consistency is key. It
0: is another thing that that we really like are the drinks because. It seems like a lot of other places, they have their drink menus and their, just to sum it up, there's too much sweet stuff yes. in there. It's yeah. like there's not enough booze, there's too much sugar. <laughs> and that's not the case at No Vacancy. Everything is just so well balanced. You have this great flavor, but it's not cloying not too much there's other places the mix
2: of the tart and the sweet and they come together so well it's a great appreciate that
1: yeah so we wanted to do cocktails really well and we wanted them to be approachable you know we didn't want to come off any you know kind of way as uh you know pretentious pretentious or stuffy yeah you know the whole concept is is laid back and fun and, and fun and the names yeah, on and, the
2: menu. I mean, those names are just awesome. They're just fun. And
1: yeah, yeah, that was, you know, one of the things that I enjoyed the most was coming up those, the, the names for the drinks and the food and, and, you know, just bringing that whole concept together was a lot of fun. And, and it reminded me of when I first opened the Avenue. Right. And when I first opened park and rec in a lot of ways too, and, and even Kings, you know, it was one of those things that, you know, you get to get creative and, and, you know, you got to dig in deep and, mm-hmm. and, and have fun with it, though. And right. uh, we're happy with everything so far and looking forward to uh, hopefully being another staple of downtown St. Pete. That's the
2: goal. Oh, I think that's a definite.
0: Yeah, I think that's going to happen. One last thing I wanted to mention before we sign off is I want to uh, thank you for being the sponsor. Of our cartoon caption contest, I enjoy reading since those. <laughs> I think I think it's since uh, October
3: 2016. Yes. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah, you yeah. so much for your you're support.
0: Welcome. So so keep an eye on that if you if you're not aware of it on on SaintPetersburgFoodies.com. Once a m- every month we have a foodie cartoon, and you write the caption. It's a contest. It's fun, and first. Prize is a seventy-five dollar gift card. Yep. Then fifty dollars for second place and third place is a twenty-five dollar gift card that you can use at the Avenue, Park and Rec, and No, no vacancy, vacancy now. Correct. Yes. Yeah.
1: Everything that we have outside of the stadium, you can use right. our gift cards. Um, so even when we open up Park and Rec in Tampa, you'll be able to use that gift card as well. So any of our four. Awesome.
2: That's great. That expands the market there. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Get them
1: coming over the bridge. They got a gift card.
2: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah, So so each location has its own website, but if you want to find them all in one place, you can go to the corporate site, Mm -hmm. which is hungerthirstgroup.com.
1: It
2: is. Yes.
0: So check them out. If you haven't been to any of these places, come out from under the rock you've been living at (laughs) and go check them out. And if you have, go back again because they're awesome. I appreciate that.
2: Thank you so much, Stephen.
3: This is Chris Walker, and you're listening to Foodie's Podcast.
2: So we all know that Anata, restaurant and wine bar that is, has fantastic food, specials, cheese and charcuterie, and we've talked about that and could go on all day long. But did you know that they have a fantastic happy hour every single day, not just Monday through Friday, but every day that they're open from four to 6 p.m. They have $3 beer, $3 select white and red wines. And then they also run other specials um, on Tuesday all day. It's half off of salads, half off of pastas and half off of flatbreads. And on Sunday Funday from open till closed, it's half off wine bottles under $100. They have music nights on Monday and Wednesday from six to 9 p.m. And they have fantastic wine, and they're almost always at great price points. But they do have, if you'd like to bring your own bottle, you can for a corkage fee of $25 per bottle, as long as they do not sell that same vintage. So if you have a particular special wine that you have been saving for a special occasion, probably at a higher price point because it would be silly to pay $25, this would be a good time to use that.
0: Anata Restaurant and Wine Bar is open at 4 p.m. every day. They are located at 300 Beach Drive in beautiful downtown St. Petersburg.
2: You really must go to Anata. Welcome back to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. Our music segment, which showcases local artists, is brought to you by One Step Media and Kate Reuter. One Step Media provides management, marketing, and booking services to independent artists, and Kate herself is also a singer-songwriter. Today, our musical guest is Speakeasy. They are a local St. Petersburg band with their own style of alternative funk reggae jazz.
0: We will feature the song, It's Great to Be Back, from the Living Room EP, And I like this song so much. I've played it 10 times since I got up this morning. And we will have the song right after bassist Brendan Porter answers the Fast Five Foodies Questions. As we said, our music today comes from Speakeasy. And we have bass player and vocalist Brendan Porter with us. Welcome to to the show. Yes, welcome. Welcome to the show, Brendan. Ready for the Fast Five Foodies Questions? Let's do it. Okay. Let's see how you score on this. (laughs) What's your favorite food?
4: Right now, it'll be a big bowl of ramen. Nice. Love Any particular
2: ramen. place you like ramen from? Or?
4: There is a place down here on Central Avenue. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Booyah Ramen. Yeah, Booyah. Yes, is yeah. awesome. Love they're,
0: it. They are yeah. on the 900 block, in case our yes. listeners don't know. You should check them out. It's one of my favorites, too.
4: Yeah. What is your least favorite food? Mmm, cheap ramen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like the noodle packages yeah. from the store? Yeah, sometimes they're good,
4: but yeah.
0: <laughs> this show is sponsored by... All the ramen in the world. <laughs> so what is your favorite restaurant in St. Pete?
2: Booyah Ramen. <gasps> <No. laughs>
0: really? I'm just
4: kidding. Um, man, I love uh, Grazzi. Mm-hmm. Italian, I like a lot of Italian food as well. Yeah, Grazzi's mm-hmm. awesome. Oh, Grazzi's really good.
0: And they, yeah, a lot of people must agree because they are always busy. Absolutely, Yeah, Great stuff. Salt or pepper?
4: I'm a big fan of spice. Mm-hmm. Um, not not the same type of pepper, but um, salt's very versatile. I think salt being absorbent and um, mm-hmm. collecting a lot of flavor can be really interesting in dishes. So I'm going to have to say salt between those two. So you do know stuff about it food. It
2: does. I'm impressed. This <laughs> so is good. Yes, layering and complexity.
0: Food and music, two of our favorite things. Can you cook?
4: I'll, whenever I have to. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you cook? Um, I like different chicken dishes and cooking chicken mm-hmm. different ways and trying to get creative. With it a little bit, but I cool. I really don't do too much mm-hmm. cooking.
0: Okay, so we are going to feature the speakeasy song. It's great to be back. Mm-hmm. And are you the vocalist on this one as well?
4: No, that's our keyboardist. That's K. the keyboardist. Okay,
0: yeah. D- but you do some some of the singing too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what kind of bass do you have?
4: I have a um, active Mexican jazz Fender bass.
0: Oh wow! So Fender <laughs> jazz bass, but it's. Active Mexican.
4: Yeah, it's a five string.
0: Oh. So, yeah. Cool. And that's I've never heard the, the term active Mexican.
4: Yeah, that might For a bass anyway. Right.
0: <laughs> Maybe, you know, some hyperactive Mexican person. <laughs> <laughs> so it's five string. That's awesome. And Lori and I both love the song. I, I actually did play it probably more than ten times since wow. seven
4: o'clock this morning. That's fantastic. And it's then, a great
2: song. It's got great beat.
0: And the last couple of times we we're to figure it out. And So I I used to, when we started doing this, I would figure out the songs and I would discuss the music with our guest as far as what key it is in, what the chords are. And then I found out that not everybody knows that. Right. But as soon as we played this song, I said, he knows it. I bet you. (laughs) So it's in the key of?
4: F sharp minor.
0: Yep. I would agree with that. The first chord is F sharp minor seven. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of, the seventh chords are really pretty. So it goes F sharp minor seven, C sharp minor seven, B minor seven, D major, E major, F sharp minor seven. Look I'm, at
4: you.
2: For those of you out there listening, I did hear Kevin play that on his guitar with the song today.
0: Yes. We're very I ha- honored. I haven't learned the words yet though. <laughs> I'll, I'll work on that. So it's great to be back. What is the song about?
4: So our keyboardist Kay wrote this song, it's the first song off of our first EP and for the most part, it's about being appreciative of where you are and um, returning to places that you've been. He could probably be more of the expert on that one mm-hmm. as far as the depth of the, right. yeah, the, yeah. the song meaning.
0: And just before we play the song, the website is speakeasyofficial.com. Do not be fooled by any imitations. Correct. Even if they have jackets and ties. Speakeasy Official is the only real Reach website.
2: Yes. And your Instagram?
4: is speakeasy is a band
2: great
0: awesome brendan thank you so much and here we are with it's great to be back
3: The capital city And the Padre Street's the end, what a pity Well I've got those devilish eyes built for persuasion Lust and temptation Got a feeling tonight is the night The planets aligned All oh, the stars are the sign and it's great to be back Can you believe it? And it's great to be back Some people are poisoned to the council of elders From the comfort and warmth of the bill for one shelter There's heat on the street, a gift from your secret admirer. With every step, there's fire from my feet. El Salvador stays none the wiser. And it's great to be back, don't you know? we gonna tag in the streets in the sand
0: So on that last segment, after we turned off the mics, we found out that Brendan's bass has active pickups and is made in Mexico. So that's what he meant. It was not a hyperactive Mexican person. Also in that last segment and on the last two or three shows, I said a place is on the 900 block. I neglected to say of Central Avenue. So if you ever just hear me say 900 block, assume it's on Central Avenue, but I'll try to do better on that in the future. So from last week's show, we have uh, shout outs to Evelyn Keller and to Cody at the Shave Cave. I ran into both of them uh, individually, personally, out and about in downtown St. Pete, and they both had mentioned that they listen to the podcast and they like it. So thank you, Evelyn and Cody, for listening. Comments on last week's show with uh, Mike Sponagle from Buya Ramen. Rick Potts says, I am Spartacus. I think he's referring to how Mike looks in his headshot on the uh, blog post for that. Nicole Stock says, super awesome. Congrats. Whenever I'm back in St. Pete, I'll be sure to stop in. We'll come on back soon, Nicole. And Mark Boyea had dinner there tonight. Spare rib ramen's the bomb. You are not kidding. I agree. That's one of my favorites, too. New stuff on the website on stpetersburgfoodies.com since last week. We have uh, some news and reviews. The Brass Bowl Kitchen and Juicery opens April 1st, we, and we have a preview of it on the site, and the food was just amazing. Another news item, the Big Catch at Salt Creek hooks a flip-flop fabulous new executive chef, uh, Chef Kiri Ritolo. Also in news and, and a review, the Pinellas Works uh, Brewery now has a full-time food truck on premise. And it's, not, it's a separate business, though. It's called Positively Delicious which ties in, you know, with the dog friendliness of Pinellas Works. There is a new restaurant review on Huepa. That's the new Puerto Rican restaurant by Jean Tati, and it was delicious and amazing. Uh, we have two new best of lists with uh, five best fried chicken in St. Pete and the five best bowls of chili, so check that out. And on next week's show, we have Tony Mangiafico, the chef and co-owner of Grazzi Italian Grill and Flute and Dram. You can email us at lunchbox at stpetersburgfoodies.com. We are on all the podcast apps out there. You don't really want me to name them all again, do you? You can also listen to us on your voice-activated home assistant.
4: This is Mike Spinagle from Buya Ramen, and you're listening to the St. Petersburg Foodies podcast.
2: Thanks for listening. Thanks to our guest, Stephen Schrutt.
0: And thanks to our sponsors, Anata Restaurant and Wine Bar, their sister restaurant, Altamari Fish Bar, and Engine Number no. 9, where you can get some of the best burgers in St. Pete. Our announcer is Candice Aviles from Meet the Chef and Channel 10 News, and our intro music is provided by the Chris Walker Band.
2: We'd like to remind you to check out all the latest restaurant reviews, foodies news, top 10 lists, and updated happy hours on stpetersburgfoodies.com.
0: If you're listening to us on iTunes or any other podcast app, Please give us a rating, and also remember to share the show with your foodie friends. Until Until next time, time, may your food be hot
2: and your bubbly cold.
4: It's time for lunch. Angelo, it's 10.30. Right around that corner, there is a sandwich shop. They sell meatball sandwiches. Best I've ever tasted. Would you go
1: get me two? Come on, partner. Two. Thank you. Utah, get me two.